Hi there, welcome to this week's edition of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast and videos on YouTube. If you find this useful, I'd love it if you would subscribe to this podcast channel wherever you're listening to it. Or um, if you're on YouTube, subscribe or give it the thumbs up or the like or whatever it seems to be, because uh, uh, it just helps uh, you to see the next edition uh, pop up in your app uh, each week. These are short uh episodes just to help you as a youth or children's leader in the church to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus amongst the busyness and the stresses and the strains of our youth and children's ministry. My name is Andy Castle. I run Thrive Youth Ministries, a Christian charity based in the Midlands in England. And it's it's this idea of busyness and the strain that I want to focus our attention on uh, in this episode. I wonder how you are with your workload. Uh, I meet so many youth leaders. I'm so fortunate in my role to be able to get alongside youth workers, both employed and volunteer, uh, and to to hear the stories, to hear the joys, to hear the the hopes and dreams, but but so often hear the frustrations and the fallout, and the disappointments, and the exhaustion. Uh, and, and it's all part and parcel of being a youth worker, I guess. Uh, but I also uh, hold that in the tension of what would we do differently? Uh, and I spoke with a friend of mine uh, this week who's very nearly retired. Uh, and there was a certain fear in, well, what am I going to do? if I stop uh, and and it's one of those things which when we're so busy we just think oh I just would love to stop but actually that's what a holiday is for and holidays are great because we know we're going back to work uh, so it's a joy to stop and it's really fun to stop for a bit but we know we go back whereas uh, when we actually feel that we're coming to that place where we're going to stop and not work I wonder what your heart thinks of and what you think you'll do uh, and, and it makes me wonder what do we think is going to happen in eternity are we actually in that place where we're still going to have to be doing lots because otherwise I'm I don't know what I'll do with myself uh, and as youth workers I wonder if we're more engaged in doing stuff for God than just spending time in his presence so many youth workers I talk to a struggle. They say, Andy, I'm just not really engaged in praying. I don't pray enough. And every time I stop, I feel the Lord tell me I ought to pray more. I wonder if that's how you are at the moment. Uh, and and it's, if that is the case, we've got to sit up and take note. What is it that means I want to be busy doing stuff for God? rather than actually enjoying being in his presence. And there should be a, a, a happy medium, a good balance between the two. We actually do need to be people who are, who are, who are working with the Lord and joining in with what he's doing. Because after all, he chooses us, he chooses his church to, to work through us to uh, benefit his world. So, so he needs us to be fully engaged. But what he doesn't need is for us to do it without him or on his behalf or for us to think it's all about us. And I think about some uh, one youth worker I spoke to who just said that they love it when they are involved in everything. They love it when they do it all. And I was like, yeah, but what, at what cost to everybody else? 
Uh, and is that, is, are we supposed to be doing it all? Or actually, are we supposed to be doing what God's asking me to do? The bit I'm supposed to be involved in. And that will include building others up and encouraging others to get involved with what God's doing. Uh, and we can't just be all about what, what I can do but it's what I can bring to others. Uh, And anyway, enough preamble. It's Psalm 61 that I want to focus on because I think it helps for those of us who are struggling with busyness to get a bit of balance. This is a psalm of David as he's being pursued by Saul. It says, hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. Here David is desperate, he's exhausted from running, from hiding, and he says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me to that place that is bigger than me. Lead me to that place where there's safety, which I can't understand, that I can't get all, I can't get my head round. And it goes on, I long to dwell in your tent forever. I long to dwell in your tent forever. Uh, I wonder if your, your, your thought and imagination for what heaven's going to be like is of a joyful place or of a fearful place. Do you long to be in God's tent forever? Or actually, do you long to be in this world forever? Uh, and I think uh, it's easy for us to enjoy what we do and have a fear of what's to come. But we need to have our eyes fixed on Jesus, fixed on our Heavenly Father and allow ourselves to take refuge in his shelter. For you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. Then I will ever sing in praise of your name and fulfill my vows day after day amazingly David is praying for the king who's hunting him down uh, and I love that but it's those those key verses uh, about refuge and longing to spend time in the Lord's tent that I find fascinating and you know I like the message translation because it just gives a fresh perspective on uh, old words uh, and Eugene Peterson sums up verses three to five like this. He says, you've always given me breathing room, a place to get away from it all, a lifetime pass to your safe house, an open invitation as your guest. You've always taken me seriously, God, made me welcome among those who know and love you. You've always given me breathing room. Do you feel like you need breathing room today? I think a lot of us do. I think a lot of us are exhausted. We've just kept on going. And it's that place to get away from it all, to get some breathing room in the safe house that God provides us with. Friends, do not do more than you can do. And you are doing more than you can do if you're choosing to do activity over prayer, if at the cost of prayer at least. So so don't don't do more than you can properly pray for. Uh, so cover what you're doing in prayer. Let's make that our focus. Uh, and remember that the Lord delights in you because he made you uh, and he's going to delight in you for all eternity. The challenge is, are you going to delight in him? And even if he has nothing else for you to do, 
but delight in him. Will you engage in that? Or do we only engage in delighting in God so that he will do greater things through us? And it's amazing, isn't it, for me how much the ego plays in this. Do I want to get closer to God so I can be better? I can make a bigger difference for the world? Or do I want to get closer to God because he's my heavenly father and he loves me? And the closer I am to someone who loves me, the better I feel about myself. And if we get to play together, if we get to do stuff together, then that's a bonus. But I want to be in that place where I'm ultimately just happy to be in his presence because he's my heavenly father who made me, who formed me, who delights in me. And if we get to play, then great. So take some time this week to think through how are you finding your breathing room? How are you finding that space for the Lord? And are you so uh, caught up in what you must do, in what you must do to develop the ministry, that you miss praying, you miss spending time in the safe house of our Heavenly Father? Have a great week. Go for it.